Hey kids, this is CJ Ramon of the world famous Ramones and you're listening to The Dummy Room. This is the big time, girly. This is rock and roll. Hey everybody, you're in the dummy room. I'm Jody Havnot, joined as always by Nasty Nate Manis. <laughs> it's terrible, man. How's it going? <laughs> you never know what you're going to be titled as as we go along. I know. I don't think I'll ever like don't the, like the any full title. That's why you got to make <laughs> up your own, and then everyone will just call you that. Yeah. So get on it, buddy Tobels. Buddy. I'll go with buddy. So, uh, episode 95, we had to, uh, we had to cancel on our guest for tonight, but, um, yeah, so we're doing something different. Fault, I'm sorry. <laughs> Got all fucked up. No big deal. But, um, before we get into the topic tonight, of course, uh, I was sitting at home, falling asleep on the couch with Miles, watching a movie and he kicks me in the face and I come through and I get a message from you that says we need to pick a set list for, uh, the methadones. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just saw this like post that uh, Vap had like on the cheats page saying, as some of you may know, blah blah blah. He plays he's playing those gigs with the methadones and he doesn't know what to play. I was thinking, damn, me and Nick could make a perfect set list for you guys. Uh, I got a pretty good one here. Um, no, but I, I, it woke me up right away. You know, I'm like, this is this is important. I got to get this done before <laughs> I leave. And I just rambled um, a bunch off the top of my head. And then I checked the uh, discography real quick, and realized I missed one or two, and and yeah, I got a I got a solid fifteen song set list. So do I. We're not going to spend a whole episode on it though, because we got other plans. No. So we'll, yeah, we let's got... just let's just go back and forth our number ones through fifteens and see which how many match. Sure, go ahead. I would start off the gig with uh, "Sorry to Keep You Waiting." Nice. You know, hey, we've been gone for a long time. Sorry to keep you waiting. And it has a cool intro, and everyone would lose their shit, obviously, because it's such a great song. Yeah. Um, it's on my list, not there. I'm I so I the really the only one that I have is is my opening song. That's the only one that I, I didn't have time to think about this right. Yeah. And I'm just starting off with mess we made. Yeah, 
That's a great one too. Just just right into a total banger. Um, everybody would go fucking nuts. Yes, they would. Of course, that one rules. How about instead of doing it back to back like that? Since we gave our first ones, I'll just burn down mine and you burn down yours. That sure. Because this was just a quick off the cuff thing, anyways. So I'd have them start off with "Sorry to Keep You Waiting." They go straight into "Say Goodbye to Your Generation." Then they bust out "Poor Little Rich Girl," "Annie," "TV World," "Ariel," "Into You," a little cover action. But everyone loves that record, and would you know it would be great live. "Self Destruct," "What Went Wrong," of course you gotta have "Don't Know Me Anymore," and "Mess We Made," and I would like to hear straight up pop song. Million miles away, starry eyes, just because another you know another great cover they've done that everybody loves, and then you close it out with far away. I am uh, shocked at how different our lists are. Really? <laughs> yeah, you got a few that I don't have, man. Okay, well, what do you got? Uh, well, I'm starting with mess we made, then I'm going far away, okay. self destruct, sorry to keep you waiting, poor little rich girl. Undecided, Murmurs in the Dark, You Don't Know Me Anymore, Over the Moon, Ariel, Already Gone, I Believe, Falling Forward, Street in My Hometown, and Ending with Million Miles. All the hits, dude. Those are all good. So you have seven that I don't have. Yeah, I was kind of surprised. Like, of course we got all the hits, you know, like those... You know that 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 methadone song. You know, mm-hmm. a million miles, and I believe right. in Ariel. They all, you know. But um, yeah, I kind of wanted to throw like "Street in My Hometown." I didn't think that was an obvious choice. Or uh, "Over the Moon." Yeah. And "Murmurs," I guess, is. I don't know. Maybe that's obvious, but. Yeah, I mean, I liked your set list too. You can't really go wrong with the methadones, man. But I think mine is just all my favorites. Yeah, yeah, me too. (laughs) Yeah, these are the ones right off the top of my head, and of course there was a couple. I was like, Annie was one, you know. God, I gotta get that in there, but it's too many, man. Imperfect world. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's definitely more than just fifteen. I I didn't. I don't even think I touched the first record. No, I didn't. I didn't either. I like when they do take a look. I've seen them do that live a few times. Always ruled. You gotta do two sets <laughs> <laughs> there you go it's great shit and there's gonna be a documentary coming up about vapid you know so that i'm looking forward to seeing that yeah i can't wait to see that either man that's what i really want to see and i checked the date earlier and supposedly it's coming out this year is uh that finally that exploding hearts thing oh yeah we were talking about that a couple weeks ago weren't we yeah it was on that you know the imdb it said expected 2020 Uh, is that official who knows yeah (laughs) i don't know if that's official but man i hope so i really do want to see that because i don't know that much about them other than their records you know i would love to know a little bit more about this yeah i know where they're from i i i know the 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 crash and their their records that's it so the same thing i know so nothing. Yeah, I think that'll be a big movie i think a lot of people are wanting to see that even if they're not I, i think it'll be a good story you know yeah, it's like, you know, um, a lot of people are like me. I can watch a documentary about anything rock and roll. Yeah, because obviously it's just a fucking tragedy. So let me ask you this. Yeah. The documentary comes out. Everyone loves it. 
Are you going to go to the mall and be able to buy some Exploding Hearts t-shirt and Hot Topic I don't, and shit? I, no, no. <laughs> I mean, do you think it'll be that big to where? No. You know. You know, do you remember that Remember that movie Anvil? Remember that band? Yeah, of course. That was a great fucking movie. That was a f- and yeah, I like that one. All of a sudden they became this, you know, out of nowhere, like, yeah, kind of a big deal for a little while. I think I remember hearing about them way before that documentary when I was a kid. They were like one of those corny metal bands. Yeah, I remember that too. But when that movie came out, it was all of a sudden, you know, everybody was influenced by them, you know? <laughs> yeah, and, that's funny. Uh, Which was kind of bullshit, I think. But Yeah, they were um, terrible. But the movie was interesting. It was like a real-life spinal tap. Yeah. Um, but I could see something like that, you know? They get a little buzz on them and records will be repressed or something. Right. You know, which they should be anyways. They had a lot of good songs, man. I hope it comes out this year, man. It's. It seems like it's been supposedly coming out for a really long time. Not as long as that weasel one. Yeah, I was gonna say the damn weasel one has been. I think I gave up hope on that one, man. <laughs> I don't think we'll ever see that. I assume like a Kim Shattuck documentary. 
hmm. Muffs documentary, you know? I could see that. What if there was, you know how there was that CBGB's movie and there was actors playing like uh-huh. Ramones and Blondie no. and all that? <laughs> what if they did like a Lookout Records movie and you oh, had like oh actors playing the Queers and Weasel and Dr. Frank? <laughs> 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 Fucking Cappy and all this shit, you know? Oh, boy. Uh, Billy Joe and all this stuff. <laughs> Somebody yeah. should make it. It couldn't be any worse than that CBGB's one. <laughs> Those dudes play the Ramones are hilarious. Oh, it was terrible. Yes. Yeah, that's that's pretty bad. <laughs> so you got anything else? We covered the uh, we got Dan his uh, his set lists. Uh, that's about all I had, man. Well, should we get into the topic tonight? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> This is Phil McCracken, and this is The Dummy Room. Uh, we kind of talked about this a while ago. We, once we were going to get into the uh, the 90s, the late 90s, we could do an episode, uh, the corresponding year to the year. episode number. I wish, so, yeah, this is a great idea. I did absolutely zero... Uh, prep work though because i've been sick all week <laughs> well since since we had a very short literally two days we found out we were going to do this right yeah two days and uh i kind of thought let's let's do 95 not really thinking and then of course i called you on it and i thought yeah, i think this will be okay and then i started looking and i think this is 95 was the year to do so uh so episode 95 equals 1995 if you're not yeah uh getting that so uh, 95 the good old days what were you doing in 95 man 95 just basically doing school you know what i mean like graduated high school in 94 95 college um you know cool i guess <laughs> yeah I mean, you know, it wasn't that exciting 90, or anything but i turned 18 and i graduated and like right after that i started my uh <laughs> my brief but uh in, you know ever so important stint in pizza delivery <laughs> <laughs> yeah man for a little while that was yeah 95 25 years dude that's kind of crazy man i just remember in 95 being like feeling like the rest of the world was ridiculous and there's like this cool <laughs> scene that just like I only knew a few people that were into. I'm talking about like Lookout Records and all that, punk rock of our day, you know? Yeah. Meanwhile, you know, I don't know, I just looked up some of like the top 10 of 95. Absolutely brutal. Dude, I, I, oh man, yeah, you're right. I looked up the the billboard charts for 95 yeah let's hear some of this shit let's put let's put ourselves in the framework of what was actually happening in this year except for people like us this was not happening so (laughs) if you know what i mean yeah this is Um, when i more than any other time in my life i really felt like against like the regular culture like totally counterculture because it all was terrible Except yeah, it what, was. Except for the punk rock scene, everything in 1995 fucking blows. The music, most of the movies are terrible. It was a bad year, dude, for like pop culture. 
All right, so the Billboard Hot 100. Yeah. Okay, obviously, I'm not doing all 100. No. Um, oh, man. Number one. Any guesses? Uh, well, look, the thing that I have that's just the top ten says it's I Know. Like well, Dion Ferris, is that what you have? No, well, that one's that one's on this number 11. The number one on here, who the fuck is Dion Ferris, by the way? I, I don't even know who that I is, but uh, no, number one is Coolio with Gangsta's Paradise. <laughs> oh, uh, fucking horrible. I, yeah, I've at least heard of that, though. Uh, two and three were uh, TLC, that song Waterfalls and Creep. Okay, I, I like Creep better out of those two. Kiss from a Rose by Seal was number four. Hmm. I actually do like that song. Really? That's I mean, terrible. as far as like pop songs go, I think it's one of the better ones from 95. Yeah. Um, uh, a number four hit in 95 gets you uh, Heidi Klum. So yeah, worth it. Uh, number five was On Bended Knee by Boys to Men. These are like totally like, uh, that's like a total like prom song, isn't it? Isn't that like a big, that was a big, I don't I even know. Everything it. they did was like a wedding song of some <laughs> sort. Panty dropper, yeah. So yeah. Um, the next song was by Real McCoy. I don't know who that is. Another night doesn't um, ring any fan- bells. Nah. And then fantasy by Mariah Carey. Take a bow by Madonna. I don't even know that. Um, and then take it personal by Monica. And this is how we do it by Montel Jordan. Jesus. I'm not a fucking clue who that is. You know that song. That's one of the best one you've said yet. This is how we do it? Yeah, it's the one that's like, this is how we do it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. I don't. Well, I'm going to look it up. Fuck it. (laughs) Right on. (laughs) This is how we do it. Straight up coming from the west side. I know you know that song. Oh, you can't edit this out. You can't edit that out. (laughs) Yeah. I think I do know that now. How do you not know that? Everybody well, knows I, that. Well, it's not my fucking thing, man. I don't it's know. It's not my thing either, but how could you not? I don't know. <laughs> it's sometimes weird. I know the dumbest shit You ever went sometimes. to a, a, like a club? You couldn't escape no, any of this shit. I didn't. That's the thing. I don't go to clubs, man. <laughs> well, you're probably better off, dude. This is how we do it. It's Friday night. Yeah. <laughs> Feels yeah. all right. <laughs> here on the website. I could probably sing you that song like word for word. I've heard it so many fucking times. Brutal. So going down the list I, until you get to a a rock band, I guess. I mean, I'm not not by Brian Adams is number sixteen. Have you ever really loved a woman? Have you? <laughs> um, I don't know that one. Obviously not a rocker. After that is Bon Jovi. Well, I don't know. It's weird because I'm looking at the Billboard Top Ten. And yeah. the number eight supposedly is the theme song from Friends. Rembrandt's, yeah. I don't know how they like one website has a wholly different list. Well, this is like the this is like the whole year, so uh, yeah. year end hot one hundred singles. Okay. I'm just but on I'm going thing to, I don't even like know. This thing that I looked up, there's just like a bunch of categories for nineteen ninety five. There's even a top albums. Can you guess what it is? TLC? Nope. Hootie and the fucking blowfish. Oh yeah, I just I just came across. Yeah. yeah, those guys are the worst. Um, some of the bands on here though, I've never like any Kamuzi, never heard of it. Soul for real, never heard of it. Well, we were uh, so far removed from that pop shit. But uh, yeah, certain songs maybe that's... though, like 
were so big that you can't escape them like that this is how we do it i remember <laughs> just being in the summer and you everywhere people driving around it was coming out of everybody's cars and shit yeah see, this list has the grammys of the year dude listen to this shit album of the year jagged little pill Atlantis. Oh, that was a big record dude. best new artist hootie yipes that damn Alanis Morissette record was fucking huge. It even won Best Rock Album the same year. Did it really? It, dude, it won Album of the Year, Best Rock Album, Best Rock Female Vocal was You Oughta Know, Who Best Rock Male Vocal was uh, your favorite You Don't Know How It Feels by Tom Petty. Oh, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I can't. Don't, That's can't a rough talk about one. That. That is a rough one. Even if he does talk about smoking a joint, it still sucks. <laughs> Best rock duo, Run Around, Blues Traveler. Oh, fuck. So there's um, nothing th- but like shitty R&B pop and then like this whole like Tom Petty and Blues Traveler and Dave Matthews, like this neo-hippie thing that was going on. Yeah. So do you know what song, I, th- I what band what album broke in 95 i thought i would have seen these songs on this list but no doubt that tragic kingdom record came out in 95 and that was pretty big man dude that record was huge yeah i mean i didn't i never liked that band but that just a girl song and they that was don't speak that song was good i like that, that sunday a- morning song you know that one i don't know that one uh, i don't good. think i used to work with a guy at the pizza place that his name was chuck I got a funny story about him, but um, he would play this fucking record constantly, and it, I just tune it out. You know, I mean, I probably I know the whole record probably if I heard it. I I don't know the names of the song, so it was a dude named Chuck that was banging out the No Doubt record all the time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that seems odd. I mean, to me, No Doubt was like made for girls. You know. Yeah, well, that's part of the funny story about like Chuck. It, <laughs> <laughs> in general, it's not something some dude's like, hey, bro, let's rock out that No Doubt. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> no judgments. Yeah. yeah, but you know what? I mean, the, all the shitty stuff that came out, I'm looking at the charts, absolutely brutal. Um, no Doubt was clearly the best thing around. <laughs> <laughs> that well, was as far as like mainstream shit, yeah, so. yeah, mainstream shit. So, but then in um, our little scene, there's quite a few good records that came yeah, out. Yeah, but before we get into it, man, I looked up some of the movies, dude. Actually, TV shows, right? Yeah, what you got? Oh my god, I was like, I couldn't believe this shit. So that, some of these shows I've never heard of that came out in in well, ninety five. They were out in ninety five. Like, they were they were on tv in 95 see like i didn't the, watch a lot of tv in 95 i was just out all the time you yeah, know exactly but um like er i know i know that show but like okay melrose place <laughs> um seinfeld frazier fucking blossom i didn't realize that was <laughs> still around then fresh prince was still on jeez um news radio home improvement my so-called life Ooh, um, I never I like, watched that show. But I watched a couple of those. But that I, I was had a major thing for that Angela. She was fucking hot. Was that the Claire was that Danes? The main, mm. Claire Danes. Okay. See, I didn't really. I never really watched that show. Who's who's the guy in that? 
I can't remember. I can't remember it either. Um, Jared Leto, Leto. Yeah, yeah, that's him. That's him. Yeah, I just looked at it. I do um, remember, like on that show, he uh, one of the episodes that I did see. He he had like a band and they and they like practiced and they were doing sedated. It's the only thing I really remember <laughs> about him. I thought that was kind of cool, <laughs> you know. At least they weren't like doing some Nirvana cover. They were doing the Ramones. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I never really watched it. I just you know looking back on it, that was like really the only show that was you know kind of alternative rock, you know. Kind of in a corporate kind of way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Full House was on Step by Step. Roseanne Matlock was still on, dude. Jesus. Yeah, Roseanne. I believe that. Roseanne was um, funny. Baywatch. I um, watched most of these. A show called Flipper, Flipper the New Adventures. Hmm. <laughs> Never saw it. Yeah, I don't know. Not. It was. It was just weird to look back and think. You know, Friends. Yeah. Friends was on, of course, and uh, yeah. the Wayan Brothers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, but like I said, I didn't really watch TV back then a lot. Dude, all this mainstream shit back then was terrible. I mean, I like Seinfeld, of course. Yeah, Seinfeld's great. So, the movies, though, um, 95 was kind of when Hollywood kind of embraced punk rock a little bit. Yeah. So, like, here's some of the movies. So, we had Glory Days. Remember that movie with uh, um, Ben Affleck? No, you don't. It was like some college. Uh, like I think he was in college. I saw it one time. It was terrible. The the soundtrack couldn't save these movies, you know. But um, Glory Days. The soundtrack was like, like a bunch of Vandal songs. Oh really? Bouncing Souls, Mr. T Experience, No Effects, um, Tilt was on it. Hmm. New Bomb Turks. Wow. Yeah. But um, I remember that, and then um, Angus came out in 95, which, yeah. of course, had Riverdales and Smoky right. Popes and Muffs and Tilt and Pansy Division. Yeah. So it's kind of cool, you know? Um, and, of course, Clueless came out in 95. And that, that soundtrack wasn't very good, but it had, had the Muffs, you know, and the Smoky Popes. It was a cool movie at the time. Yeah, and... Uh, Empire Records, you ever see that movie? <laughs> of course. Fucking dumb, but um I liked it at the time. Uh yeah, the soundtrack is great, you know. It's actually fucking terrible. <laughs> but uh um yeah, it was just that was the year when all these those kind of movies started getting made, you know. They didn't last very long. Yeah. You know, I think 95 was about it. Tank Girl came out, which of course had uh that great uh Joan Jett Westerberg song. Right, Mallrats is uh, ninety five too, right? And Mallrats, yeah. And but that Mallrats sound, Mallrats soundtrack wasn't that great, man. Yeah, but at least it had Squirt Gun. It had Squirt Gun. <laughs> oh, did I tell you when I watched the new Silent Bob thing that uh, Squirt Gun was in that too? Yeah, well, that's what Mass was saying. Remember? Yeah, I know, but about... I, I don't remember if I told you I watched it or whatever. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm gonna check it out still, but. Um, yeah, other movies that were came out, uh, Showgirls. 
jeez, yeah. Jesse, Jesse, Jesse Spano. Uh... <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not going through all of them, but like Billy Madison. Yeah. Fucking great movie. Um, Jury Duty, Polly Shore and Tia Carrere. <laughs> that yeah. just that that just sounds like a great movie to me. Right. I, it is actually, but I think that damn kids came out in ninety five too. Kids was that ninety five? Yeah. That movie was awesome. It's been a long time since I've Ooh, seen that fucking holy shit before sunrise, dude. The trilogy begins ninety five. Yeah, kids was ninety five. Hackers. Yeah. Did you watch that <laughs> before Boy. Sunrise? Have we talked about that before? I've never seen that. No, I've never it. seen Watch that movie already. It's great. What's it about? Uh, it's more or less like a, <laughs> dare I say, a romantic comedy or something. Has <laughs> <laughs> it got Ethan Hawke in it? Yeah, yeah, Ethan Hawke. It's great, though, because it's like the way it's set up. Okay, when it came out, he's about he was about my age, and he's just taking a year off from school and just like doing the backpacking thing in Europe, right? He's on this train, yeah. meets this girl, they get off in Venice, and he's got till sunrise to get him back on his train. And all this great shit happens, and then the next one, he goes back like 10 years later, and they kind of pick back up, and then the next one's like 10 years after that. It's fucking, it's pretty cool, dude. It's a total girl movie, but I fucking love it. I think my wife has tried to get me to watch that before. I'm pretty sure. Uh, it's pretty good, dude. Um, Leaving Las Vegas came out. I like that one. It was pretty good. It's pretty cool. It's different. Usual suspects. Fucking yeah. cocksucker. Um, <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like, just going through the movies, it was like, I, I, I can't believe some of these are that old, you know? Yeah, man. That's <laughs> Brady crazy. Bunch. Brady Bunch movie. Brady Bunch movie was great. Marsha <laughs> was fucking hot, too. Uh, Babe. The movie Babe. Oh, boy. The pig. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm looking through a list, too, here on uh, I Am BDSM. Seeing if anything grabs my attention, but so far, nothing. Ooh, powder. <laughs> Remember uh, that movie Powder? It was kind of cool. Yeah. To Die For. Yeah, I saw that. It was all right. But, like, in general, there's not a lot of great, great movies. No. Out compared to some of the other years we've talked about in the past. I was thinking Titanic came out in 95. Must not have, huh? 97. Hmm. Halloween Curse of Michael Myers. Yeah, so... Ooh, uh, here's a good one, dude. Welcome to the dollhouse. (laughs) How about Ice Cream Man? (laughs) Yeah. And uh, Leprechaun 3 and Vampire in Brooklyn. I hate vampire movies, dude. Yeah, I pretty much do too, man. But Clint Howard, dude. Clint Howard doing Ice Cream Man's cool. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that Mad Love was 95. Where Drew Barrymore is all crazy. But like super sexy. Mad Love. I don't remember that movie. She's like, she moves to some town and starts dating some dude, and then slowly but surely reveals that she's fucking batshit crazy. I don't so think I ever saw that. I'm looking at it now. Yeah, I've never seen it. 
That's pretty good. Children of the Corn 3. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, though, that first one creeped me the fuck out. So we live in the, in the Midwest, f- and there's corn fucking everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, Lots of stuff. I don't know. It's just lots of weird shit happened in 95. So what should happened? we talk about? Well, I don't know. It's just like like OJ and shit like that, you know. It's just weird how much shit happened. Like, like I in guess the headlines and whatnot. Headlines, but just yeah, I don't know. It's just with all the great music that came out too. It was just kind of a busy year, man. I just clicked on the ninety-five news tab for some big headlines. Yep. What you got? Uh, there's all kinds. 11 die in cult nerve gas attack in <laughs> Japanese subway. Jesus. Um, Timothy McVeigh and Terry Nichols are arrested for the Oklahoma City bombing. Yeah, that was Remember big. That shit? Yeah. OJ is acquitted of his murders. Here's some fake news for you. The U.S. space shuttle docks with Russian space station mirror. <laughs> I don't buy it. I don't either. Olympic swimmer Greg Luganis admits to having AIDS. Oh, here's oh. the best one. Former singer Sonny Bono becomes U.S. congressman. <laughs> then he cool. hit a tree, right? I think so. Um, Unabomber, dude. He was striking in 95. That's some crazy shit. Yep. Hey, check it out. So Blue M&Ms were first introduced to eager candy enthusiasts in 1995. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's one for That's you. Cool. Coffee Weird. In 1995, coffee bars like Starbucks are the fad, providing inexpensive and safe places to take a date. Jesus. Yeah, uh, it's been going on for that long. Good Yahoo. Lord. Yahoo is incorporated in 95. Damn. That's crazy. That is crazy. Um, uh, Sean Nelson, 35, goes on a tank rampage in San Diego. Dude, I just saw some video about that the other day. That's crazy. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I forgot about that. That's nuts. 57 million people watched the Sim- O.J. Simpson trial. Mm. I couldn't do it, man. Way too boring. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston is hit a hit on friends and influences hairstyles. Oh, Christ. Yeah. So there's um, all this bullshit going on. But meanwhile, people like us were like, neck deep in all these great bands that Lookout Records were putting Fuck, out. Fuck, dude. You know? Yeah, let's go right there. Um, obviously, the big one, I think, is, well, a couple big ones. Um, MTX puts out uh, Love is Dead. But 
of all time right there yeah and a game changer you know yep and i think another game changer we see uh we are introduced to the riverdales forget that i remember reading the little blurbs about you know weasel's going to have some new band and it's going to be kind of different and then you finally get it and it's like whoa the norbs on the first song i don't know it was fucking awesome i think i remember i remember thinking it was a, a screeching weasel side project yeah yeah which is total you know sounds like a hit to me Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah, so I was super excited for it. Yeah, three out of the four dudes. Yeah, yep. I remember getting it and hanging that damn poster on my wall and just staring at them like they were the Ramones and shit. It was weird. <laughs> um, yeah, there? so huge year right there. And what else came out on Lookout? And oh, my God. More than just uh, Just that. on Lookout, Screeching Weasel killed the musicians.
which was awesome because you could, you know, I didn't have all those early records, you know, yeah, yet. Yeah, all these old seven inches, yeah. Yeah, that was a great so. compilation. Yeah, Killing Musicians was great, man. Oh, yeah. Vindictive Alarm Clocks, 2x alternative ep yeah girlfriend what a hit dude um squirt gun first album move back home by the queers 
<laughs> yeah. 95 fucking rules, man. Um, Surf Goddess 7-inch. Let me ask you, would you like better that? The the Queer Surf Goddess or Weasel Surf Goddess? Mm, probably Queers. I, you know what? Me too. I, I listened to them both last night. Yeah. Because I knew I, I wanted to ask you that. So, yeah, the Queers one's pretty good. Yeah, plus Mirage is on there, you know? Yes. <laughs> yeah. That was a good 7-inch. My buddy Sean had that tattoo way back then. That's cool. I was like, That's pretty fucking cool, man. I wish I would have thought of that. Um, Pinhead Gunpowder had that carry the banner. Yeah, that's put out. That's pretty good. Smugglers, that that uh, selling the Sizzle album came out. A lot of shit came out, man. Yeah, it's kind of like a golden era, you know. Yeah, man. That that was uh, definitely the start of the heyday for Lookout, you know. But um, other than Lookout, we had we had some more cool stuff. We had a lot of good stuff come out that year. What else you got? Uh, what else I got? How about uh, how about three McRacken's albums? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what came first, in on the yoke and stupid? That's pretty cool. Yeah. Also, in '95 was the start of Mutant Pop, right? Mutant Pop started in '95. Yeah. Drugs of masturbation for sure. Yeah, that was it underhand and i don't remember what else came out right away but definitely the uh the 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 start of that uh suck this by the queers came out Five years and it still fucking rips. Yes. <laughs> um, blonder and blonder. Blonder and blonder. 
Well, you can't get much better than that, dude, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pummel by All. Classic. Uh, I keep going, man. This is like all day here. Uh, yeah, Bad Move Space Cadet by Zoinks. Love it. <laughs> How about, I got one for you. How about Heavyweight by the Bull Weevils? <laughs> I went I don't listen to them a whole lot I used to really love that band but um I remember yeah I figured they had to have an album one of those years you know yeah. I was really hoping it was 95 and bam heavyweight um yeah so I listened to it still pretty solid man I think Lifetime had that fucking uh what was their record from 95 Hello Bastards I think it's a good one um, Chick Stiggett had the very first that uh, that first EP in '95. Yeah, the best hung carrot, carrot in the fridge. Yeah. Um, Mill and Colin, I see on this list that I'm looking at. Life on sick, plate. I like that sicko. album. We had Chef Boy, Are You Dumb, and Laugh While You Can, Monkey Boy by Sicko. <laughs> Thank you. 
It's crazy how bands could do that, you know? Pump out fucking song after song. Sinkhole, Space Freak. Yeah, we had a Connie Dung's record, Missy and Johnny. Ooh, I love that one. Check this out. The very first uh, Manji 7-inch was 95. Yeah. The split with the boys next door. Hmm. That's pretty happening. And, um, you know, I don't have that record. I don't think I ever did, but um, I've heard the songs on there. Yeah. There's a reason why they got left off all those, you know, singles, comps, and shit they did. Yeah. They might have had it on the box set or whatever, but I didn't get that, of course. But, um, yeah, not so great, you know. Yeah, too, my stuff's pretty good. Um, I think that was on the first the first version of Rocket to You. You know how they, like, changed it up? Yeah. I have the first one. Well, I had the first one. Yeah, I got the first one. I got the second one, I think, too. Yeah. And they changed some of the songs. Like, the first one has them doing that Me or You from the fucking Hard-Ons, Totally Rules, and then the other one doesn't have it. 
kind of weird. I That's got, weird why they would change it up like that, but they they had more songs then because that first one only covers like the early shit. It had like basically all the seven inches. Yeah, I got that then, from that show in Carbondale. I got that that night, and also the uh, Clean Cut Kids seven inch. That's all they had for sale. Besides the uh, Manjis are good enough, which I already had, obviously. Yeah. How about the Meshuganas, dude? Yeah. Oh yeah, Dropout Girl. That that record came out in '95. That's a good one, man. Yeah, I that uh, I'm starting to I get a little depressed because <laughs> it's like 25 years, man. It's like it doesn't seem that long ago. It really doesn't, man. You know, you know? Are you one of those guys that when you like think back, you're like, man, I wish I wouldn't have, I wish I wouldn't have fucked around so much, you know? Mm. I'm I'm the opposite, man. I wish I would have fucked around more, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. For me, I don't really have too many regrets, but I do wish I would have done certain things differently, you know, like left certain substances alone and been a little smarter here and there and made yeah. better decisions. No, I'm always just, now I'm like, I wish I would have just, I don't know, I wish I would have done more. Yeah, well, it's never too late, man. Once the kids are out of the house, you're free again, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, it's Jeff Palmer, and you're listening to The Dummy Room. What else? What else came out in '95? You got anything else? Mm, I don't have anything in front of me. I could pull up some shit and take a look. This website has everything. Super Bowl oh. was Dallas oh, versus Pittsburgh. It's called. It's just 1990s flashback, and then you can click on whatever year, and it has all these categories. So the Super Bowl was Dallas. They won over Pittsburgh. So that's Cowboys versus Steelers. That's old school. The MVP was Brett Favre. He's still playing, too. 25 years later, right? I don't think he's playing anymore. Yeah. Little isotopes <laughs> info for you. The World Series was the Braves versus... Um, it doesn't say who they played against, but they won. Best books, best-selling books of the year. <laughs> you want to know what that was? The Rainmaker. The Rainmaker? By John Grisham. Best um, nonfiction. Okay. Are men are from Mars. Women are from Venus. So that whole thing's oh, 25 years old. I'm looking at just, yeah, these lists. It seems like Hootie and the Blowfish is on everything. That was How the year that? of Hootie, I think. Jesus they only Christ. have that one year. And you couldn't escape them. Did I ever tell you the Hootie story with me and Noel? No. <laughs> well, check this shit out, dude. So, me, Noel, 
my buddy Nate from the old Haddonfield days. And I believe our buddy Chris was there too. Anyways, we were just like dicking around, you know, going to record stores and whatnot. And uh, we're on our way back home and uh, we're driving down the street by this arena. And I guess like this show was letting out, you know. And uh, it must have been like a rap show because it was mostly like, you know, like black dudes. And you could tell they were all like into hip hop and all that shit, right? So everybody's like milling out of this arena. There's people everywhere and we're stopped at the stoplight. And uh, so it's me, Noel, Chris, and Nate. And uh, some dude goes, hey, check it out. It's Hootie the fucking Blowfish. (laughs) (laughs) It was fucking hilarious, dude. People started rolling. We got the fuck out of there. It was funny. It was like three white dudes, one black dude. You know what I mean? They go, hey, it's Hootie the Blowfish. Everybody started cutting up on our at our expense, but it was funny. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jerry Springer was around in '95. <laughs> uh, is he still around? I don't even know. No, I don't think so. He's like alive and shit, though, right? He didn't yeah, die. I think he's alive, but okay. <laughs> yeah, man, but a lot of good music. Yeah, it's kind of our golden era, really. When yeah, From when like I started 94 to what? Nine yeah, ninety nine. Yeah. From ninety four throughout the rest of the nineties, it was pretty much all great years for our yeah, and scene. I, mean, I don't think it went away, dude. Like, you know what I mean? That didn't I mean, go we away. We still have shit coming out this year. I mean there's there's still shit coming out now that's just as good as that shit, you know? Yeah. It's just not all over the place. It's like just, Lookout had, yeah. Like we named off, like you know, the Riverdale's album, and the fucking Move Back Home, and Love Is Dead. I mean, those are fucking three, you know, huge legendary albums. Yeah, heavy hitters. Same for year, sure. you know. Yeah, and who knows, man? In twenty five years, we may be saying, you know, whatever comes out this year is just as classic. We'll see. I think we're getting a D Cracks record this year. I'm supposed to be getting a Mangy's record. Just got a new yeah. Huntington's one. New Queers. I'm sure it'll be classic. Will we still yeah. be alive in 25 years? That's the, up for debate. Podcasts yeah, will be way long gone in 25 years, I'm guessing. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Except unless the technology gets so easy that all we got to do is just think it to each other and it records and <laughs> somehow uploads itself and... Who knows where the technology's going in the next 25 years. Everybody's going to have chips in their head and stuff. Yes. It's going to be weird. So going down this list I have of, of the bands that were, you know, putting out shit in 95. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. A lot of them are still around. S- well, Sicko, you know, they're still somewhat active, I guess. You know, they put out that best of thing. Last year, played some shows. Um, Chicks Dig It's still still going. Um, Bull Weevil's still going. Yeah. I suppose All is still, yeah, they're still going a little bit, you know. Yeah. Mangies, Queers, McRackens. <laughs> uh, squirt Gun to an extent. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty amazing um, when you really think about it. Yeah. Weasel's still going, about to have a new record this year. 
Even though yeah. I guess they were on hiatus during the Riverdale's first record time, but still, still doing something, you know. Yeah, I remember that Kill the Musicians being pretty big. I really, I was really into that thing for a oh, while. Yeah. It was um, great, just because of those those songs he hadn't heard. You know, I only had the albums at that time, probably. So yeah, it was great. You know what else came out this year that we didn't mention? The fucking Reynolds, the first Reynolds. <laughs> I can't think of any more that came out, you know. I was really trying to think. It it took me a while, you know. When you when you have to think of 25 years ago, you just think of labels. Yeah. And you, you go from there, but I thought time. there was, it was a yeah. good time in the in the history of our kind of music, you know. It's like 
it was all happening. It was all kind of somewhat still new too, you know? Yeah. Do you remember back then? I mean, it, obviously the internet really wasn't around. So to, you relied on comps and seeing bands live yeah, to discover new shit, you know, once in a while, you, just, you know, maximum rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah. That was actually probably bigger than all of them, you know? Right. But, um, that was like now, you know, when you're young, you're just like, you're anxious to see opening bands and shit. Yeah. <laughs> now, not really, you know. I mean, if you go to see the Methadones this year, unless it's somebody you know that's opening, you don't really get excited to see the opening band, do you? Mm, me, no, you, not usually. No. I usually you know try to time saying. my arrival so I don't have to worry about sitting through the other bands. I mean, I know it kind of sucks, but it's like, uh, my life is so busy now, you know? I don't have time to, you know, I don't have time to do anything, but, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Dude, I bitched about it earlier. My fucking work schedule has just been brutal, you know? Right. Yesterday was, <clears throat> yesterday was, was it yesterday? Whatever day it was, it was voting right. up here, and, uh. Yeah, apparently some, I don't know, I kind of pissed off some old ladies. So, How'd you their, do that? Well, at their voting place, they were uncomfortable, so I don't know. I, yeah, fuck that. Wait, so you made some old so, ladies uncomfortable? What'd you do? Well, the building was uncomfortable, oh. so they were completely fucking irrational. <laughs> and I had to drive, you know, I had to drive That's like That's why you an had hour. to drive an hour to like what, turn the thermostat down or something? No, it wasn't even like that. It wasn't even that smart. I went there and they had something shut off. So I just had to turn it back on. Switch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I was pissed. Yeah, that sucks. It, fun fact for you, the place that I went was the former... High school of George Went. No! Oh yeah, yeah. George Went there. George Went went there. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously Norm, Norm Cheers. Yeah. Um, places like crazy, like famous man. Like he went there, and obviously he's he's just like a actor guy, you know. Yeah. But um, I know we're getting way off here, but uh, the president of Mexico went to school at this place. The president of Mexico? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm try I can't think of the name of it. I know what the name of it is now, but it, it used to be this uh this like prestigious boys school. And yeah, all kinds of famous people went there. Jeez. Yeah. Crazy. Uh Vincent Fox, the president of Mexico from two thousand to two thousand six. Huh. It's kinda nuts that, you know, someone who went to school here. Became president of Mexico. Yep. All kinds of famous people, like, you know, people went to this school. I don't know if they're famous, but George Went is the most famous, but a bunch of congressmen and shit like that. Cool. Kevin McCarthy, the actor. Okay. I don't know who he is. <laughs> I thought <laughs> dude, it was somebody I else. Either. I thought it was that dude <laughs> from, uh, um, I thought it was uh, the Weekend at Bernie's guy. <laughs> nice. So, all right. Well, I got one last little piece of info for you about 1995. It turns out it was the Chinese year of the pig. <laughs> <laughs> In case you were wondering.
I've never understood the whole Chinese calendar thing. Well, a it pig seems represents... like every other year is like pig. I don't know, but a pig represents luck, overall good fortune, wealth, honesty, general prosperity, symbolizing a hardworking and peace-loving person, a truthful, generous, indulgent, patient, reliable, trusting, sincere, giving, sociable person <laughs> with a large sense of humor and understanding. That's it? So it's like any other fucking astrology. They just make it so vague that like silly people go, oh, that applies to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like horoscopes. It's all bullshit. Yes. Have you ever had a horoscope or anything like that? One of those uh, fortune cookies like really uh, hit you? Mm, nah, not really. You? I don't think so. One time I saw this like uh, fortune teller lady and I was like 10 years old or whatever. And uh, like all the things she like predicted for me. Almost all of them have happened, which is kind of weird. But she's, she was like, you'll be heavily involved in music, and you'll play instruments, and you'll teach people, and you'll always, you know, and all this stuff. But one of the things she, she mentioned that still hasn't happened, supposedly <laughs> I was going to win, like, a shit ton of money in the lottery. <laughs> like, bring it on, man. Everything else she said has been right on. But still haven't won anything in the lottery. <laughs> I, get, yeah. I don't really ever buy the tickets either, though. But yeah, I don't believe that the lottery's real. That's why I don't fuck with it. Um, here's something I don't think I ever told you. Um, it's a fortune cookie story. So when my wife and I, um, when she was pregnant with Miles, we had to obviously tell Eli and Lily, right? So I yeah. came up with this idea to do a fortune cookie thing. Okay. So I took, I took fortune cookies and well, I printed off my own little thing, you know, the piece of paper. Yeah. And I don't remember what they said. I'm sure we still have them maybe, but, um, you know, like I printed off two of them, one for each of them. And like one said, you're going to be a older or a big sister or something like that. Yeah, and yeah, the yeah, other yeah. one said something similar to that, you know? Right. And I pulled out, I was able to, to get the, a fortune cookie with the papers out without cracking it, you know? Okay. So I was able to pull it out a little bit and then kind of like tape the new one on a little bit and then pull it through. Yeah. And then kind of cut it and put it back in there. So I did two of them and, and we had supper or something. And then, um, yeah, I pulled out the fortune cookies and kids open them up and they're reading. And I remember, <laughs> I remember they're like, eh, I'm going to be a big brother. And they're like, whatever. And then, the other one was kind of the same thing, and they it it didn't take them too long to figure it out, you know. And they're like, "That's weird," but yeah, man, that was pretty cool. That was a great idea. Yeah, they, they always remember that. That was like their big fortune cookie thing. That's cool. But I think Eli, well, Eli was like really young. He was like six, you know. So for him to get it, like I, I think he thought at the time, for a while, that it was like real, like the fortune, you know, like I didn't do it. Like, that was the actual fortune, and it came true. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, maybe I didn't tell him. I don't know. Let him believe it. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, man. That's fun to do. Yeah, man. Having your kids believe in a little magic, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So. All right. Well, to wrap it up, dude, I have to say 95 was a pretty good year for our bubble. Yeah, I'm glad we did this one. I was thinking the better year would have been, like, 96 or 97. 
But man, a lot of a lot of cool shit happened, you know. It was a great time in our lives, you know. Yeah. I mean, just being like a young buck, sowing wild oats. Meanwhile, this great scene is really exploding. A scene that we still are way into to this very day, 25 years later, man. I fucking love this shit, dude. I love it. And it's also kind of cool if you think about, like, some of the most classic records that we still kind of revere were brand new. You know what I mean? And yeah. It's very exciting. You know, it was a good time. <laughs> but yeah, man, great year. Let's wrap it up. All right. Uh, next week, hopefully we have that guest. Yeah, hopefully I didn't fuck it up too bad for us. Hopefully, hopefully we didn't fuck it up, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I don't think so, dude. I think it'll be cool. It'll be a fun one. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Cool, yeah, me too. Hopefully it happens. And, uh, yeah, anyways, uh, we'll talk to you later, man. Yep, thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. See you around. Thanks for listening to The Dummy Room. Tune in next week for another fun episode. See you around.